Hello and welcome to another episode of the Avi Ohm Experience. This week we have a little bit of a treat, but Avi and I finally got, uh, were able to sit down and exhale a little bit and record a podcast together. So, and we have on the books to sit down and record another one right after this one. So it's 11 o'clock at night and we have our cat Shiva who makes a guest appearance in the intro of this audio podcast. We're just going to have to listen to see what a guest appearance on audio sounds like. And we cover, you know, just a range of topics. And actually this one was pretty funny to to me and and to av we were just upstairs with the microphones uh, sitting on the couch and you know just uh talking about topics that were you know that we've been going through and and things are uh, basically on our hearts so sit back enjoy this conversation between av and myself thank you again for your time your energy and your attention for your love and the feedback we really do appreciate everything that you do and what you do for us as well so enjoy this amazing podcast this week with Aviana and myself. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear that part. She's just hanging out in the... All right. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Let's not overdo it. <laughs> She's... Um, so Ninja, our baby Shiva kitty is sitting up here right on my lap rubbing against the microphone wanting some love like she doesn't get enough love throughout the day just wanting to be held right that's that's her her mo uh, but to, what i want to do though is i want to just hit on a few topics perhaps just some short topics and just kind of see what you what you feel and then maybe you maybe you might have some small topics as well but before we even get into that let's uh kind of quickly just talk about maui and talk about just we have uh, essentially we just have one room left is that is that correct yes one room left so for those of you listening obviously maui is going to take place november 2019 uh what are the dates in november the ninth through the sixteenth. The ninth through the sixteenth. I want to make sure I had those right. So the ninth through the sixteenth, November two thousand and nineteen. We're going to be going to Maui. Is our second retreat in Maui, and our last one will be in twenty twenty in Maui. But we only have one room left. We have twenty rooms of um available, which is what we did, and so we ha- we are we are at nineteen rooms filled. Nineteen rooms filled. What a blessing that is. It, Maui, you know, we've talked about this before. Maui is, is such a deep experience. It's such a, it's, it's a, it's a land filled with even the mythology and the stories that take place in Maui when you're speaking to the locals are all ingrained in love. I mean, every story we were listening to on that trip to Hana, and we were speaking to locals as we were stopping there, and they would say something, and everything is, you know, the flower is hanging off this rock because, you know, the god of this or, or that, and it was a symbol of love for, for the villagers. Like, everything it was infused with a story 
with love at its center. And I thought that was just beautiful. And you can feel it while you're there. Oh, for sure. Well, interestingly enough, um, so the movie Moana, you know, um, that beautiful message is, you know, talks, there's a lot of green energy. The Maui is, you know, like the, the mother of the, the land. And so the mother energy is the green energy, which is connected to the heart chakra, which is where the energy of love comes from. So you and I made our debut there um, in 2017 and had a beautiful experience there. And then that was one of the places where we could find both of ourselves living there, which is really crazy awesome. So one view of the ocean, one view of um, the mountains or the volcanoes. And um, it's just, it has so many different climates. Uh, you can go up, you know, several thousand feet and find snow, or you can go to the beach and it be, um, you know, mid-80s. And I also heard, too, that Maui's temperature only fluctuates between, like, 5 degrees all year round. So, mm, a little crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's that that's just... It's a beautiful uh, frequency there, and you know, for those of you, for those of you who've gone to Maui, those listening who've gone to Maui, completely understand what we're talking about. And if you're energetically connected, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a part of you that's energetically connected with spirit, with awareness, consciousness, and going there does nothing more than heighten that awareness, heighten that frequency, that vibration, that you know, that understanding, that download the clarity everything just is heightened there and it's obviously because it's surrounded by water obviously because you know mother nature is is there in full presence with you know the mountains and the weather and it's just there's so much communication happening through the invisible to the visible yeah it's it's magic it's just magic it's and it's very easy to to you know to come away from there with with clarity, you know, whatever you may want to go in there with. Right. So if anyone who's listening who wants some information about it, you can contact me um, via the website, avianacastro.com, uh, or you can send me an email at avianacastro at gmail.com if you're interested. Um, obviously, we will sell out. So we have one room left that can accommodate two people. It's exciting. Yeah, and for those of you that were not signed up to the newsletter, you can also do that on avianacastro.com under uh, Ohm Fused. And last week, as you're listening to this, uh, the week, or the last week in March, as you're listening to this, we sent out a newsletter, um, you know, explaining the 10 reasons why this retreat is, is awesome, or why Maui's awesome. And, you know, from the food, to the sunset cruise, to the vibration, to the ocean, um, you know, to the classes we're going to be having. To the beaches. To, to the beaches and the people there. Especially that. I mean, it's it's one thing, you know, to have all these things that are surrounding it. But I believe the most important thing is the relationship that is built within that community. When you're there with, you know, 20, 30, you know, 40 people who are in tuned with heightened awareness. To me, that's always the best group. I, For me, 
I, I love the ability of being surrounded by people who are seeking the same type of awareness, the same type of consciousness, because that type of group is the group to create something with. Well, it's they're they're investing in their soul, you know, and then you're coming with the group of people who um, want to explore and expand. Because uh, obviously we meditate every day, we do yoga every day, we step into some classes for deeper learning. So it's a beautiful format to um, bring all of those souls together. And interestingly enough, um, what I find too, and as well as last year and this year now too, is a lot of people are coming solo, meaning that they're not they're coming by themselves. You know, they don't, they're not coming with family members or, or whatnot. Obviously, there are some people who are, but um, they're just exploring on their own. Yeah, it, and that's and that's a great, you know, obviously, like you're saying, that's, I believe that that just comes in and, you know, we can start kind of transitioning to a, you know, to a different topic. But I believe that comes with the, I don't want to say the, the, it's kind of like the speed of people who want to remove the illusion and want to become aware, want that awareness that and they, they want to know. And so they're willing, you know, to not only invest in their soul, but, but they're willing to, to invest in an experience that creates the opening for, for themselves to understand at a deeper level, you know, what, what more is out there. Well, yes. And it goes along to that, you know, for a lot of people, they will never go to Maui on their own. So a group setting, you know, a spiritual group setting um, is gives them more incentive to go to explore and um, get there. As a it's, a it's a bucket list for a lot of people who, who have never been. Right, right. And so, but so let me, let me go on to a, to a different uh, topic here that I thought was, was interesting. I, and I didn't mention, so we, you know, obviously whenever we go out to eat, there's something interesting that, that always happens, especially if you come from the point of observation, you know, you're observing. Uh -oh. From, from, are you talking about from dinner tonight? Yeah, yeah, from dinner tonight. And it was, they were across from, from us. There were, but your back was turned towards them so that you wouldn't have seen them. And it was a couple. And, you know, just uh, through the observation, the gentleman looked like he was in his, mid 50s 60s so he he looked you know older and you know i can always tell the people who are not um i don't want to say who are not tech savvy but who are not you know in in know what's going on with technology kind of like you know you give them a phone and all of a sudden they just go buck wild with the phone because they're not used to having it they don't need it and then all of a sudden someone gives it to them and then they realize all these great things about it and i say that because I was seeing this and he was with his wife and he would take like, he was eating something and he would take like two, you know, mouthfuls or whatever he was eating and he would take his phone out or he had it on the <laughs> table and you can tell he was playing a game because, you know, he would put it in um, landscape, landscape mode and, and he was he kept on hitting the screen a lot. Like he was like hitting coins or something like that. <laughs> And it, it, this is all this guy was doing. I mean, he would take two. What was his wife doing? Just staring at him, kind of like nothing, like doing nothing. I mean, literally, he was taking like two spoonfuls and he would just 
take the phone. Like he was eating by himself. Yeah. And he was just he was just going buck wild on this game. Like he was just playing this game and and he was like, you can tell he was so into it and and just ignoring not only his wife, but just ignoring everything that was going on. And 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 I'm gonna make sure I, I add this to the show notes. That's Be- funny. What well, because I wrote this down this week, which is interesting that I wrote this down and then I see this today and I want to make sure I get the number right, which the currency right, which is the reason why I want to put this in the show notes, is that last year, 2018, Fortnite, which is an online game. Now, this is the interesting thing about this. It's a free-to-play game. You know, Fortnite, it's free-to-play. Fortnite? Fortnite, yeah. Uh, you can just download it on your phone and you can play it. And those listening who have no idea who might download it, then you be beware, you might get hooked. But Fortnite is a free-to-play game. And last year, the game uh, made $1.4 billion, would it be? $1.4 billion. Wow. And what's, what's amazing is not that it's a free-to-play game because that's, you know, you say, well, how did they make $1.4 billion? Well, that's because they have in-app purchases, you know, 99 cents here, 99 cents there, blah, 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 blah. What do you pay for? To make your character look different in the game. Oh. That's it. That's it. It does yeah, not enhance. Suit on. It's just a different suit, maybe some colored socks, maybe a colored hat. It does not do anything to make your player any better than someone else's other than you're giving your player a distinctive look to make sure your player looks different than everyone else's. Interesting. $1.4 billion. Lots of people are playing that game. Lots. Or they're changing their suits a lot. Well, they're doing that. Yeah, and this guy was uh he, he was hitting those coins, which to me. How do you know he was playing Fortnite? Well, I don't know he was playing Fortnite, but you can tell he was playing a game because, like I said, the way he was tapping the screen mm-hmm. was like he was hitting something that was maybe falling from somewhere to make some kind of points. So Fortnite was the top one, and like I said, I'll put this in the show notes. I don't know, Candy Crush was up there, but it wasn't. It was a different game um, that came out that was made one point that was 1.4 the other one was 1.7 million dollars and again it's another 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 game but i just find it so fascinating that you know these industries like you know and, and gary v's talked about this that esport thing you know the esport thing is just a whole other thing that's completely blowing up you know you know you have you know people or kids on youtube who, you know, streaming videos, making $250,000, $500,000 a month playing games. And you say, and so I say that really to kind of just, you know, get your concept of this as far as, you know, you can, you can do something like write a spiritual book <laughs> and barely, barely make ends meet, barely make especially if you're just starting out. If you're the Stephen Kings of the world, that's a completely different story. But if you're writing a book, barely make $36,000 a year. If, if that, if, if, and that's with a $10,000 advance, which is typically that's what they give for a book that's worth anything. And yet here people are giving for games 
of such the magnitude of Fortnite, $1.4 billion. What do you think about that? Well. Are we in the wrong business? um, You know, I think that that's just where, um, you know, I don't really have a thought on it. I just, it's not something I can wrap my head around. Um, I obviously I don't understand that. I mean, my only logic to it is that, you know, so many people are using their devices and, you know, so many people are connecting that way or disconnecting that way as a means of, you know, having fun or maybe they're doing it on their break or maybe they're doing it when they get home or maybe that's their quote unquote downtime, you know, of their sense of recharge. You know, I would much rather people be you know, gaming and doing something like that than going out and hurting people, you know, or, um, you know, there's a many, many other bad things that they could be doing. Um, however, you know, um, of course, I would like to see those people, you know, um, writing or meditating or creating on some level. But, you know, um, obviously we don't have children, so that doesn't really affect us. Neither one of us are gamers. You used to be. Remember remember that story? Right. That was, <laughs> that was a minute ago. When So I'm going to share that story because it's an interesting story. Um, that I've never been a gamer, so I, you know, I, I respect it, but it's not something that I align with. Um, but there... Uh, we, we first, we moved in together and, um, you would now and again get on, um, what was it? Xbox? Is that what you were playing? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And you would just hang out there for a while. So I remember it was the weekend, you know, we worked together and it was the weekend and, um, we had plans for, I remember this like it was yesterday. We had plans for a Saturday. And um, you had gotten up early and uh, went and start, went in the other room and started playing. What game were you playing? Do you remember? No. It had to be some fighting game because you always like the fighting games, <laughs> the right. ninja games. Right, right. Yeah. So, so, you, so the plan was you were going to go play the game for a couple hours. And then um, we were going to go out and about. We were going to go shopping or we had things that we were planning to do so the 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 you said i'll be done by 11 a.m then we'll leave well i was just kind of enthralled with this whole thing by you getting you know in that whole world of gaming um it was 4 p.m before you even stepped one foot away even to use the restroom So you were just in it for hours, like eight hours, playing that game without even taking a breath or even realizing that the whole day had went by. I didn't even get paid for that either. (laughs) That's like mind boggling to me. But, you know, just as that mentality of you getting, you know, immersed into that that's probably what that guy was doing that you saw at dinner how come you didn't say anything at dinner about it 
Uh, I just I just thought it was. Uh, You're just observing it. Right. I'm just observing it. You know, it's it, it's. But you know, I I think. Well, this is gonna sound weird, so you can fix it up because this is gonna sound real weird. But what I what I want to do on the on this on this podcast is I want to to shake the spiritual community up. Uh oh. Well, because there's no reason why the spiritual community cannot be creating that type of abundance. Because the spiritual community and you can define spiritual community however it makes sense to the listener, to you. To, and I mean that by the alignment of healing, not hurting. Healing is what I mean by the spiritual community. To go out there, well, to go out there and, and not obviously not only to heal, but to create the abundance of the $1.4 billion because these are the people who are making the difference because these people who created the game are, you know, obviously they have this abundance through those who did not create the game, but who are rather consuming the game. And in return, as you said, you know, it's, it can be kind of like a disconnect. It can be, you know, I don't want, you know, I want to forget about this and I want to forget about that. So, you know, let me immerse myself in this game. But, th- but, but we also have to realize that the 1.4, and I don't want to keep on just harping on that number, is coming from not that it makes your game any better. It just puts a pair of purple shoes on the character you're playing. There is accessorizing. They're accessorizing. Well, a lot of people like to accessorize. They like to embellish whatever they're putting energy into. Because they have figured out how to uh how to really for the ego yeah well, they, they they're selling to the way. ego yeah they're well a lot of people sell to the ego right i mean this you know and, and i've said and i said this before i've even said it in this podcast if you if you create you know a spiritual podcast you know the first two weeks you might have you know 20 reviews or something like that but if you create a technology podcast, a podcast that's talking about technology or talking about people buying technology, those type of podcasts are not only featured on, on iTunes for weeks on end, where ours was just a day, thank you iTunes, for like weeks on end, but then they, you know, you look back at them and they have something like three or 400 reviews. And so I, I, I just believe that it's, there's a misalignment that is, you know, that, that's becoming more and more observant for those who are paying attention to, to the totality of what's going on. I also feel that it's connected to um, where the uh, intention of our energy is going, meaning that, you know, unfortunately, um, um, most people step into an awakening or spirituality from some sort of loss or trauma or, um, you know, shortcoming. And so, you know, it's not necessarily people who want to jump in to this type of journey um, just for kicks. You know, I mean, if you take my story, for example, you know, my story was my accident. And that was, you know, 20 years ago. 
Um, it took that type of trauma in order for me to wake up. It, it, it did. It was after the trauma that took me to wake up, you know? So, um, uh, probably a lot of these people are just living this human experience without, um, wanting, I, I shouldn't say wanting. I think everyone wants, uh, a higher existence on some level or a higher awareness on some level, but I don't feel that it's a necessity or a need or desire or craving. I guess craving is the good word. Um, like we do. We crave for peace. We crave silence. We crave, you know, awareness. I just want to like detour for a second because while you were watching that conversation, that, that movie behind me, I was quasi watching a movie of eight individuals to my left or your right. The group of eight senior citizens. Were you watching that table? Oh, I seen it. I know they were having a a, a party. Birthday, yeah, a little birthday action going on there. They were having a birthday party. Now this group, the those people were clearly in their seventies. Every person was in their 70s and they were couples and there were a couple of single people and they were singing happy birthday to this gentleman and they were having a grand time. They were just having a beautiful time, laughing, giggling, smiling. They were, none of them were on their phones. I was, you know, I was about to ask you that. Maybe that's why they were so in tune with each other. Yes. Yes. Well, remember when we, um, this was probably a couple of months ago when we went to eat. It seems there's a lot of action happening when we eat. Um, I was sharing with you, I don't know if you saw this, these people. It was a group of three. It was a husband, a wife, and then um, either it's one, it was one of their mothers. So the mother was sitting on one side of the table, and the husband and wife were sitting on, oh, on yeah. the other side. You remember this? Yeah, and, the, and they were on the phone. Both the of mom, them were on their phone. And the mom was just like... And the mom was just staring at them. Yeah, no, these were... So the so let's just put this into perspective. The husband and wife were probably in their late 40s. Um, and the mother, slash mother-in-law, they were in their 70s, 80s. And they were both on their phone, eating while the mother was just eating in silence and i was like was i was that hurt because then then you go back to who we saw tonight this group of eight people just exhilarating and laughing enjoying enjoying their time um and then you go to the other you know table a few months ago where there's it's complete silence because they're too engrossed in their phone right and and i you know, i almost feel that when we don't know what to do with a certain type of technology, we just kind of just, you know, we just go on our own, assuming that, okay, this is an ideal thing to do with a piece of technology that we don't fully understand. What do you mean by that? I mean, okay, so look at the, look at the, and I, and, and for me, it is a tech lot, technology when I call it the technology of the soul the technology of awareness, when we don't know how to apply the technology of awareness, the ego kind of takes over and says, hey, buddy, don't worry, I got it from here. And it just goes and it just makes all these assumptions because the ego just cannot be aware. The ego don't even, he doesn't even know what awareness is. Let's just start with that. 
And so it just makes all these assumptions of what it is, and then it just pulls and pushes and and takes us up and down these roller coasters of emotional feelings, which it doesn't even understand that. And so the technology of a phone is new to us, and so it's almost as if the phone is pushing and pulling us. And since we don't know how to act to it, since we don't know what it's doing to us, we're allowing you know, technology to steer not only the conversation or lack thereof, but also the experience, meaning this table with, with, the, with the group, with the older group, they're not allowing the technology or any technology to divert the experience of, 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 of communication, of oneness, which they were all feeling and laughing because, you know, you can hear them. And the joy that was just emanating from that table versus this other table, you know, with this person, you know, two bites and, and you know, punching a bunch of coins or whatever. And was it, it was com- pasta. Yeah. <laughs> and it was completely empty. You can tell the difference. Oh, yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, because the another table, obviously, this this restaurant was really busy uh, tonight. The uh, the table right behind the the group of eight, there were two people. I don't know if you saw them. They were eating pizza, and they were watching the group of eight people just smiling. Like the table of eight people were giving so many people joy. Right. That's I like that. That's pretty cool. And 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 not uh, yeah. And there were. I mean, obviously they were they were all older. But what was cool about it too is that not only were they older, but the fact that they were like together. You know, to have that many people together at that age. Making that time. Making that time. And, and for, right, for those listening, the reason why, you know, obviously we're at this, you know, we're, we're at this restaurant and we're observing. It seems like every time we go to a restaurant, something like this happens. And I want to say this because we don't have a lot of, they're all going to say it, that we don't have a lot of communication with the world in different environments outside of the studio because we're homebodies. We don't go out a lot, and so we don't. We're not going to parties. We're not going to clubs. We're not going to places where there's a lot of people at night, you know. And so the only time we get to quote unquote interact with the world outside of the studio, it is when whenever we go out to eat. So we don't. We don't go to malls. We don't go to stores. Um, and and every time we do go to the store, like a Walmart, you know, we want to get in and out as fast as possible. Well, maybe we should bring up that story, too. Well, that's a mess. No, it's not a mess. It's, um, it was a beautiful learning experience. For who? For you. <laughs> There's nothing beautiful about that. Well, yes. So it starts, this was two weeks ago. We had to run into your favorite store to get a few things. And it was actually... It was a Saturday evening, and um, it was a little loud in there. A little? <laughs> Very. A little loud. Um, and so, meaning there were a lot of kids. It's a Saturday night, you know, teenagers doing their thing, being who they are. Um, no judgment. They were just loud moving through the aisles. And you <laughs> said, um, can you please hurry up? I need to get out of here. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> so, and I and I looked at you 
And I said um, that we can take this as an opportunity to share our light with the world. And you just kind of rolled your eyes at me as I'm pushing the cart down the aisles. And then I said to you, I said, do you know how grateful I am for you? And then you started chuckling underneath your breath. And you said, yeah, right. Right. And I said, geez, can't you take a compliment? And and then obviously you and I have this little standing joke that you, know, you have to apologize or apology not accepted. And I said, that deserves an apology right now. And you said, I'm sorry. And then we're perusing down more aisles and it's getting louder. And you were... You were being patient, but you could tell that you really wanted to be done with that store. Yeah. So, interestingly enough, the moral of the whole story with that is is that um, when you're in situations that you necessarily don't want to be in, you don't have to skate out of there like you wanted to do. You be present in the moment for the time that you're there with love. <laughs> I typically, you know, and I, I, I said this to you while we were there. Um, I typically have my headphones on when I go into Walmart. I, I, I do. Or any. You do? In most places, this is, this is going to be interesting. Whenever I'm, obviously, when I'm alone, I do this because when I'm with you, you know, I want to hear you. But whenever I'm alone and I go somewhere, whether, you know, even if it's like to the mall, you know, and I got to go through the Apple store, I got to go to the mall or through the mall or Walmart, I have my headphones on. I'm walking through this place with headphones on, even if it's most of the time listening to music. Um, that's like the guy at the restaurant with his phone in his hand. Yeah, you can say that. I wish, actually, well, I forgot the movie. It's a, uh, uh, it's the funniest movie ever. Was it Sally? Met when, no, with the Sally? With, the, with um, uh, this guy, uh, it's, it's, well, anyway, I'll put it in the show notes. It's the really, really funny movie. When Harry Met Sally? It, is that it with the, with the, so her, Sally's uh, brother has the headphones and Frank and Beans, Frank and Beans, Frank and Beans. Okay, kid, listen, I'm coming in, okay? No, no, don't. Exactly. What the hell is the situation? What, did you shit yourself or something? Oh, I wish. I, I, I got it stuck. You got what stuck? It. Oh! It, um, um, uh, well, uh, listen, uh, it's not the end of the world. Uh, these kind of things happen. Uh, uh, let's have a look at it. No, oh, for God never say Shh! Shh! She'll know exactly what to do. Hi, Ted. Hi, Mrs. Jensen. How are you? You okay? Yeah. Okay. Holy shit! Shh. Charlie could have warned me. Keep it down. Okay, Charlie, yeah, I am. Jensen, I just don't want her. Okay. I don't want her here. You know. Yeah. Um, let's just relax here, okay? Now, uh, uh, what? 
exactly are we uh, looking at here? Um, what do you mean? What? <laughs> well, I mean, um, is it the... Um, or the... Is it the Frank or the beans? Right. Oh, I, 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 I don't know. It looks like I think it's a little bit of both. Break some veins! Break some veins! What's that bubble there? What do you think? It's a. Well, how the hell did you get the beans above the Frank? I mean, you, I, I don't know. It wasn't like it was a well thought out plan. And he has to like, and so anyway, he puts he has these headphones on. He puts headphones on because he don't want to deal with the outside world, and he's. You know, he has some, uh, I, I believe in the movie he has some mental issues or something like that. But um, obviously he he puts on the headphones not because of the mental issues. It's because he just doesn't like loud sounds. It just affects him. And so for me, I've, come, I've become very sensitive to the erratic vibration and frequency that so many people are giving off. Now, obviously, when you're an empath, this is the same thing. However, I'm not absorbing this frequency through my emotions. It, it infiltrates my system through my ears. <laughs> Your ears are weird. hypersensitive. To, and it's hypersensitive to the frequency that these maybe people are putting out. Maybe you're sensitive... To the frequency of chaos. Perhaps. And it's not what they're saying or how they're saying it. It's just noise. It's the frequency that they're putting out. You see what I'm saying? So they can say, I love you, I love you. But if they're saying it in a way that's frantic, in a way that's perhaps not true frequency-wise, right? Because frequency speaks truth. It's, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I never really thought about it like that. But I know that. You know, when I put my the headphones on, I'm just more at peace. I can just I can peruse back and forth. I can be in Walmart for for days if I have if I am protecting <laughs> my ears, ear protection. Okay. Headphones. How are you supposed to be a teacher in this world if you're um, numbing out the noise? Well, maybe it's because I'm uh, I'm in the stages of being a student and, and even a student has to listen. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that goes. So, I'm not saying I have it figured out. So your assignments for this next week are Just to listen. Headphones off. On. Off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That may not happen yet. Uh, but it was, it was something else I was going to say too that corresponds to this conversation. Oh, this is what it was. Now this, and you said it before when we were having this, when you were talking about this, you know, compliment. And also... Because I was so grateful for you. Right. What, right, a compliment, but then also an insult. Mm. I'm not saying that that was an insult, but... So this is where I'm at now. This is the new stage of where I'm at. You've been going through lots of stages right. lately. Oh, and by the way, for those of you listening... Right. I said this in the beginning. This is the Aviome experience. This is Aviana Castro is along with me. And you might think my name is Chris, but it's not. It's Pablo. <laughs> so for those of you listening, my new name is Pablo. So please address me in that in that manner. When you see me, I'm going to be saying, welcome to the Aviome experience. This is Pablo. I'm still searching for a last name. I said story, but but I don't know if that match is right. 
<laughs> so Pablo Rodriguez. Oh. I don't know. I'm, but I, for those of you listening, I'm changing my name to Pablo. He's really not. I'm trying to. He's I've got to figure that out. He's not. But this is where I'm going with this one. Is you can give me a compliment and say, Chris, you're the best husband. Oops. Pablo. <laughs> I'm still getting used to it myself. Pablo. And I won't get jealous if you say that. Pablo, you're the best husband. Or, you know, Pablo, you know, you're a knucklehead. And for me to have the same reaction on either one. So not to have an action to a compliment, nor to have it with an insult. And I'm not saying that's an insult, but to be of non-reaction. To everything? To everything. Ew, that's boring. But you see, this is the thing. I go back to it. This is spirituality. Boring? It's boring. It, it, it's yes. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, hey, spiritual people, leave reviews. I'm too busy. I'm in peace. <laughs> you know, hey, spiritual people, let's, let's, a revolution. You know, no, no. I'm meditating. Yeah, I'm meditating. Yeah. Real nice and soft, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love it. But yeah, no, no reaction because, you know, if you say I'm great, you know, who's the one that's reacting? Yes, yes, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. But is it my ego? And what about when I'm insulted? Who's the part of me that gets insulted? But now if, if everything is, you know, a, an understanding, like it's kind of hard to say, well, it's a, it's a grateful understanding, but that I am not dependent on an insult nor a compliment. Well, you don't have to be dependent on it. I understand that. But you can absolutely receive in gratitude and, and um, exuberance and excitement when you're receiving a compliment that's good. Why not? When, when you're receiving that, the ego's in harmony with the consciousness, with the divine. And that's how it's supposed to be. But, I'm, but I don't need it. Who doesn't need it? Who doesn't need it? Yeah. I don't know who. I'm talking about me. Well, the ego doesn't need it. So therefore... No, the ego... What do you mean the ego doesn't need it? Ego does need it. Well, you you don't need the compliment. Real, who is the one who needs it? Or is the one who's requiring it? It's the ego. But if you cannot handle an insult, then nor should you be able to then handle a compliment. So you're just air. Space. Neutrality. <laughs> Boring. 30,000 words with that. <laughs> I mean, but that's just... That's just it. But but if you think about it, what what is bored? What what does that mean? Other than, I mean, if you think about it, being in the now it is okay. I'm sitting. I'm in the now, and I love that. I love being in that stillness. I love being in that space. I love being bored. But pe- you're right. People don't like a boring person. No, you can be happy and still. Well, I'm glad you like a boring person. You know what keeps you know what keeps keeps this going is because I'm always changing. I think that's the only reason why you're not bored of me, even <laughs> though I am boring, because I know I'm boring. Well, you you let well, it's not that you let me, but um, in this relationship, you I I do my thing, right, and you support that thing. So 
it's not that you're boring. It's just that I'm busy and you let me be busy. Because if you find joy in that. What do you find joy in? <laughs> Being bored. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think I was the I rock. I think you're just in transition right now. No, I think I was the rock in the past life. You were? I was a rock too. No, I don't think you were. Christopher, you can't you say were what I You were a tree. I was a rock and a tree. But I don't I don't see you as a rock. You 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 can't Why babe, do you, you think I You can't be still like a rock. That's because it already happened, which is why I'm not a rock anymore. That's why you always, you know, like you used to say, you used to like open your eyes in meditation to look around in case you <laughs> that missed I used anything. To, I don't do that anymore. Well, I, I know you don't do that anymore. That was that you used to do that. But I think, but I just don't see it. You can see me as a rock. I think you're a rock now. Well, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm this. I'm, I'm form. I'm this type well, of form. Well, I think you want to be. I think that, that you were a rock in a past life and you're carrying over the imprint, so you're being a boring rock now. Yeah. You're trying to carry over those memories. But doesn't a rock, a rock can become a crystal, can it? Or a gem or a stone <laughs> or something? <laughs> Maybe you're on your way to that. Maybe. That's interesting. You're just, let, let's just, let's just clear this up here. Um, you go through phases often. I'm going to start calling you Moon. I'm not going to call you Pablo because you have so many different phases. That, that can be a good last name. Pablo Moon? Yeah. Oh. Mm, I'm going to have to see if that's uh, taken. <laughs> PabloMoon.com. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Right. Um. Anyways, you go through lots of phases. Like a lot. Like a lot. I don't know why. Well, because you get bored. I'm not, I don't know, not, not satisfied. Does that make sense? Well, I think that there, you have a desire to do a lot of experiments, mm. a lot of observing. True. A lot of reflecting. True. And so you're just in a constant state of flux of processing. And maybe, and I'm saying downside, but there is no, to me, there is no downside. But for this conversation... Maybe that's the downside of, of, of constant experiments that you're, like you're saying, you're always in a state, you know, I don't know if you said like a state of like flux or, you know. Yeah. You know. Well, you're, you're always in reflection, which there's nothing wrong with being in reflection, but you, you spend a lot of time writing in silence. You spend a lot of times in this house with those headphones, which I told you. Um, is not okay with having headphones on in the house all the time because I'll be screaming for you and you don't answer. And you have to be present. You have to be present with your fellow human beings, not just shut the world off, which is the exact same thing that people are doing with gaming. So you're essentially in parallel to that. Obviously, it's a good thing I'm not spending that much money in that. And the, but I almost sense that the conversations that I'm having are more internal. It's a conversation I'm having with myself. Are you getting answers? I, I wouldn't say answers, but it is exposing areas of the map that have not been journeyed into yet. So it's like walking with a dull flashlight. It's, it's showing me a part of the map I didn't know was there. 
Well, then you should be excited about that. I'm, I mean, I am, which is the reason why I go so much into this, quote unquote, you know, these experiments, because it's going into an uncharted part of the, of the inner world and, you know, just obviously not taking any tools. And then once I'm in that world, it's, you know, figuring out that, you know, these are the tools that are required, whether it's observation, whether it's listening, whether it's silence, whether it is, you know, something else, which, you know, obviously we can get into this, this topic somewhat, but it's the chakra, chakra, the chakra. (laughs) I just can't say it, chakra. Can I just say chakra table? No, you can't call it the chakra table. I can't. Chaga is from the land of the lost, not right. the table. His favorite, your favorite character. It is. No, chakra. There you go. Right, chakra. So the chakra table, <laughs> <laughs> which I feel I'm going to say it wrong. So I've been experimenting with that. You've been doing very good with that. I've been doing good with it, but you know, here goes again the exploration. Whenever you're doing it. You keep it solid lights. Boom, that's you. You you like it. You like the flow. Solid lights, here I go. Bam. Every time I'm under this thing, I don't want to say every time. I mean, I got all kinds of things going on. I got solid lights. I got disco lights. I got pulsating lights. I mean, I the top lights are solid. The bottom lights are, are sporadic. I mean, there's so many different things going on. And, I mean, obviously it's doing something to me. Maybe that's what, maybe you just need to keep it on one setting. I I have done that, but I haven't done the one setting for as long as you have. Which, I mean, we haven't had the table for that long. But we've had it now uh, two weeks consistently. And and so, and you've been doing it in the evening-ish. And I've been doing it it in the morning. I did it this morning, though, today. Right. How you feel? Good. Doing it in the morning um, versus the evening. Interestingly enough, um, I'm going to equate it to meditation because in the morning um, I had more clarity. But if I do it in the evening, remember I said even last night I did it in the evening and I'm like, I'm tired. Right. You know, so I um, and I sleep really good after being on it. So it's I have I think it's. Um, no matter, no matter what you and or when you go, you you. I mean, you have an experience for sure. I've been having really cool experiences. Yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah. Would you like to share one? Um, I know you've had many. I'll share the most recent. Um, the uh, so obviously for those of people who are listening to the podcast, if you know me, um, I do a lot of work with spirit, uh, and, um, in my session this past week, spirit showed me, um, physically showed me how a soul transcends the body. Yeah, that was cool. And what was crazy is that obviously you put me in there, you know, you, you put me on the table, line everything up. <laughs> Which, let me say this, by the way, <laughs> that was the night that I put the pulsating lights on you. 
Really? Yes. I thought I said to do to do um solid. No, not that night. I did pulsating on that that night. Christopher. Yeah, because I remember. What? Why are you going against what I'm saying to do? Well, continue your story because it's pretty awesome. You didn't tell me you put on pulsating. I did. I think I believe I did afterwards, but I don't think. No, this is the first I'm hearing about pulsating lights. I've done it. You've. I've done pulsating lights. Now twice. twice. I had known of once. Right. I remember I was up like super late that night right. because I was bouncing off the walls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're so. like you're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you was acting weird. <laughs> I was I just had lots of energy. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That was weird. And it was late. Right. It was like eleven eleven thirty and you yeah. were still like I was still going. You were acting like it was eleven thirty AM. <laughs> I'm I like, know. dude. And it was like a Tuesday. It was like during the week. So some of us got to get up early, man. But any, so you had, so soul, you seen, right? What was it? The flowering? A the flower. Soul? Yeah. Well, that's probably too much detailed information. But they showed me how um, the soul transcends the body. Mm. It was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and but where I was going was that when you when I laid on the table and you adjusted the lights and did what you did, right? Um, you, I had asked you if you shut the door and you said yes. Yeah. But um, I felt like this breeze, like a big wind, come through. Um, and then I knew that there were hundreds of spirits in there. So much so, remember Gracie left the room. Right, because they went around. You said you. You felt them go around the bed or like yeah. towards the top of the bed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Gracie left. Usually she um, she stays in there with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. So which I thought was interesting. So they shared that, which was pretty fascinating and still have that visual. And then um, this morning when I got on, um, I had no, we had solid lights this morning, right? Yeah. We ha- I had. um. My smell and hearing became super, 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 super heightened, almost like I was a superhero. That's cool. <laughs> so, like I, so we have, so you have a, so you have an eye mask on, just so people kind of can get a visual. Mm-hmm. We're on like a massage table, and this rack of lights wheels over, and you know all the chakra crystal lights align with the chakras in your body so we have noise canceling headphones an eye mask on and then you're laying on the table well um i could hear (laughs) the diffuser bubbling and you can't hear the diffuser bubbling no No, not with the headphones on no so I could hear, I could hear like the diffuser, like dissipating the oil into the room. I could, so in our studio, we have boiler heat. So we have some pipes going down in each of the rooms. I could hear the water trickling down the pipes, like almost like I could see the water doing it, but I couldn't see because I had the blindfold on, Right. but I could, I could see it through here, through, um, hearing it. And then I could smell everything. I could smell. I could smell the carpet. I could smell the, we had lavender diffusing. 
Um, and usually you get like, but I could smell it like I had dumped it. I was like, the bottle was right on my nose. It was re- I could hear Gracie like breathing. I, it was just totally bizarre. So it was a heightened, heightened perception of smelling and hearing. That's pretty cool. So, and I, I've only done the evening, I think once, maybe twice max, but I know one for sure. But which one would you prefer? I mean, you have, the you, you have the choice. I mean, most people may not, but so you feel that they're both the same? Yeah, I feel that they're, you know, I feel it just depends on, you know, what you're open to experience that day, where you've been that day, if it's you're going into the evening experience or, I mean, we've we've had a lot of people on the table now. Well, probably what, 10, 15 people now experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And every single person has had an experience. This is great. And so we will be adding the, you know, where you can make appointments online. That's something that we will be adding as we are. Um, actually, as we're recording this podcast, you know, Aviana Castro is going on the back end under some construction. The site is still accessible. It's still available. You can still book your appointments with, with um, AV. But in the back end, which those of you, if you cannot see, we're going to be, uh, you know, adding the images and some testimonials and also where you will be able to book an appointment and pay for the appointment online. And that's a, a new, uh, that's something new that we will be offering through the site. That's obviously new for us because if you know us, we haven't done that on the site, at least even to book your day and, and to do all of that through the site. And so, you know, hopefully here within the week or so that should be able, um, you know, that should be up where those can come and experience this amazing, you know, infused energy of it was in its four crystals per head, per head, and so you have twenty eight um, crystals that are cut, which typically takes. I think you know Tony was telling, sharing with us, like almost like a year to to actually cut all of these to you know to that resonance. Yeah. Wow. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean it's it's nothing. It's not like you know, you go into the you know crystal shop and just picking up some crystals and putting it in a light and then shining it. Like some people might think, some people might think that that's what it is. You're shining lights on on their bodies. Yeah. But actually, it's it's so much. It, there's so much craftsmanship that takes place in order to you know. And intention for sure. Oh, for sure. Because you're dealing with healing. You know, there's no instrument of healing that is is done to me anyway that can't it just can't heal if it's just you know sporadically just glued together you know right no i'm grateful that we have it here because it's been amazing right here in michigan uh the only only ones here in michigan to uh to be able to be offering this uh service so for those of you who aren't in the area definitely um you know you can check out aviana castro on the facebook where she's posted that also uh, here coming soon on the site we're gonna be explaining it a little bit more and talking about it, but you know, though it definitely experience it at least once. Yeah, it's something, something amazing to experience for sure. Yeah, because you'll feel something. I mean, these people have only done it once, and they've come away with feeling like, wow, you know, I felt my right side kind of falling off the bed, even though it wasn't falling. I felt, you know, someone told us the heartbeat of the wall, the heartbeat of their eyelids. <laughs> you don't know. Um, you a know, sense of peace. A sense of peace, releasing, being able to 
grief releasing. Uh, grief, yes, grief releasing. Mm-hmm. So it's in in so how it does it. You know, it's not really for us to to know how how it works. In the only, I mean, we know how it works. You know, through through words, but uh, but not necessarily the magic that it's creating through the chakras and and the lights and the crystals. Right. So with that, love, I know we've covered a few topics. We've been a little bit, you know, all over, which is cool. And I know people have been, you know, um, been wanting us kind of back on this. So, again, this is uh, season uh, version 2.0 of the Aviom experience, you know, on our way to 100 episodes. And so we're doing all these short little nuggets. AV is going to be doing some more rants and I'm going to be doing some more um, short intros and, and, and adding up some videos and giving all of you the the tools for awareness in order to create an amazing life any last words you would like to provide i'm grateful for you it doesn't affect me now you gotta insult me <laughs> say something say you gotta insult me so it's like nothing no because that's not what we do in this podcast. no you can say something like no i'm not going to I can say peace out, Papa. Take my hands off all control. Love you, baby. Love you. Peace. Take no more, I'm told.